You're listening to Her Faith Inspired, a podcast created for women like you looking for real connection, spiritual growth, and inspiration on their daily walk with Christ. I'm your host, Anastasia Franklin. Let's chat. Ladies, this is episode one of Her Faith Inspired Podcast. Yes, I'm super, super excited to be talking to you right now. This has been a, a dream I've had of mine for at least a year. A matter of fact, I actually even started this podcast a year ago, um, but I wasn't really serious about it. I only had like one episode up um, and life just kind of got in the way, but I'm super excited to get right back on track and really go for it full force this time. Um, So this episode is about when last year's battles are following you into the new year. What do we do? Um, I'm super excited to talk about this um, because everyone has been all over social media, you know, new year, new me. I'm going to do all these different things, um, change the way I view life, change my habits, and that's all well and good. But what about for the people that feel just a little stuck? So if you feel stuck, then this is the podcast for you, and I want you to keep listening. So before we start, I just want to give you a brief overview and reel about me and about the blog. So I'm in your ears right now, so I feel like it's really important for you to know who I am. So I'm Anastasia Franklin. I am a student. I'm studying psychology at Georgia Southern University. I am also a newlywed um, to my amazing husband, Stanley Franklin. I am a blogger, as you probably already know, and I started Her Faith Inspired about three years ago. Um, It was really just a way for me to get my thoughts out into the world. Um, I didn't even really know anything serious about blogging then. Um, I was really just pursuing God and just writing about my experiences with Him and I did not expect it to take off the way it did. Um, I actually started to become more serious about it about a couple years ago um, and I just wasn't really... um, I didn't think that it would... um, I didn't think that it would really just grow uh, to what it is now. Now, today, we have over 4,000 readers every month, um, 400 people subscribe to the blog, getting emails every week about what we're doing, um, at least 3,000 people on uh, social media, my social media combined with Her Faith Inspired social media that reach out to me or, you know, that show their support and are actively engaged Um in this community, in this blog, and I just thank God, and I'm so grateful and just so blessed to have this opportunity to be talking to you right now, um, to be able to share with women like you what God has done in my life and what he can do in yours. So that's just a little bit about me and about the blog. Um, If you want to know any more information, you could just head over there, herfaithinspired.com, but let's go ahead and jump right in. So what do you do when you're feeling stuck? So right now it's 2019, January 1st. Um, so right now it's 2019 and we just recently just came out of 2018. Um, and a lot of people are already talking about their New Year's resolutions and what they're planning to do. Um, but many people, however, may be feeling just kind of stuck Um 
they're excited for the new year, but they feel like they're just carrying last year's baggage in with them. Um, and this can be in the form of relationships, um, in your career, maybe you've been battling mental or physical illness. Uh, these things are super important to us and make up a lot of whether or not we feel like we're successful or not. Um, so if you're just kind of feeling stuck in these areas and you feel like that baggage is just kind of haunting you <laughs> into the new year, um, let's just go ahead and jump right in. I think the first thing that's most important is to determine whose expectations are most important to you and where do your expectations of yourself align. Here's the best way that I can explain what I mean by that. You know that feeling that you get, that weird, icky, itchy feeling you get when you're in a comfortable or unfamiliar place? Um, maybe, for instance, you walk into an event where you don't know anybody and you've never been to this type of event before so you kind of get this weird feeling like oh my goodness what am I doing here what do I do <laughs> so you look around and the very next thing you think to do is what well let me just do what everyone else is doing <laughs> because if I'm doing what they're doing, it's probably the right thing and I won't get any unnecessary attention attracted to myself. Am I right? I mean, I know at least this is true for me. Um, so that, that's the first thing that I do. I look around and I do exactly what everybody else is doing. And in this case, we're able to then fit in and we're able to become essentially invisible. And we feel comfortable and we feel good about ourselves but then when you do something different, everybody's eyes are suddenly on you and not in necessarily the best of ways. So maybe this applies to your life um, in a sense where maybe you decided to step out on faith and pursue a calling. Um, maybe God put something in your heart where you're supposed to move to another area or take a gap year or wait a little bit longer to have kids. Maybe you decide to step a little bit out of the norm and now you feel kind of ostracized by everyone around you because you stopped doing what they were doing. This can feel so incredibly frustrating. And most times people tend to just step right back in line because it just feels so uncomfortable not being in line with everybody else. Um, this has been my story a million and one times. Um, I am a student and a blogger and I'm a wife and all of these different things and roles and hats that I wear um, that people that are my age typically don't do. And sometimes it can feel a little isolating, you know, um, but I want to encourage you because, you know, Jesus' life was, was like that. He was different. He came in a way that no one was expecting. He literally defined stepping out of the line. Um, and the thing is, is that Jesus's priority was not in what others thought about him or what others' expectations were of him. His priorities were in God's expectations for him. And that's the whole reason why God's plan worked exactly as planned, and we have the chance to be saved through salvation, through his blood, um, through accepting him into our lives. The, the reason that we can do all these things is because Jesus said yes to God's call, and 
ignored the expectations of others. Um, so I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind when you're pursuing your goals this year. Forget about other people's expectations. Forget about other people's timelines that you feel are just kind of casted over your life. You're supposed to graduate high school, then go straight to college, then after college, maybe get your master's if you need it, um, but then jump right into the workforce. And then by then, you know, wait a couple years and you can have kids and then keep going, keep going, keep going, you retire, all that stuff, right? That's the basic lifelong timeline. Not everybody's life falls on that. And that is totally okay. <laughs> so if you're feeling a little flustered because your life is not on the timeline that society has set for you, that is okay. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the best ways to combat this is to make sure your expectations for yourself align with God's expectations for yourself. So God is the most patient um, with us. And I think that a lot of times we try to rush him with our timelines. Um, and that's a lot of reasons. That's, that's most of the time. That's why we start to get frustrated and angry and we feel lost and abandoned because we're trying to outrun God's pace. You know, we're trying to run at everybody else's pace and not at God's pace. And I think the best way that you can get in line with God's pace, his expectations for your life, is to take time to develop your relationship with him through prayer um, and ask him what your purpose is. God, what is it that you want from me? Uh, where am I supposed to be, you know, in the next couple of months? What am I supposed to be doing? Lord, just step into my life right now and, and show me what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And I will tell you that 10 times out of 10, he'll show you. Um, it may not be in the ways that you expect. So that's the whole point of faith is just to step out and give God that open door so he can step into your life and say, hey, this is what I want you to do and let him guide you into it. Um, if you align your expectations with God's, you'll learn that even in the midst of those past failures or embarrassing moments or in the midst of everybody else's timeline, you can still reach your goals and calling. Another thing that I want to ask you if you're, if you're feeling stuck this season is, are you dwelling on the disappointments, the failures of last year uh, or the past season in your life? And by dwelling, I mean when you're reflecting back on the choices that you've made and memories of this past year or your past season, you're lingering on those thoughts and memories um, that are negative and you're letting them bring up these bad feelings in you and you're, you're overthinking and you're thinking, man, I should have done that. I could have done that if I would have done this differently, if I would have said that differently. And you never really let go of it. And I am <laughs> the queen of overthinking things I've done in the past. I will seriously... And this is so not healthy, but sit up um, at night just like thinking like, oh my gosh, why did I say that the other day? Like, wow, why didn't I notice that this person, you know, needed this at that time or that, you know, I should have said this instead or I should have been doing this instead. And if you linger in those moments and you dwell on those things and you let it take control of you, 
you're never really going to be able to move forward and let it go, right? And I started to notice after a while my mood was like shifting and my attitude about the future was like becoming like kind of bleak and it just felt like I couldn't move forward because I was holding on to all of the mistakes and failures that I made before or the disappointments that I had and I just expected that for the future. But once I figured out that if I just kind of stopped (laughs) dwelling and and letting those things take control of me, I felt a lot more rest and a lot more peace in my heart. So I have a little activity for you and you can either pause the podcast and do it now or um, just do it later in your spare time whenever you're free. Um, But try finding a peaceful moment, um, like taking a walk or a bath or sitting in an empty room or just Simply like plugging in some headphones and just chilling out in your bedroom, whatever you choose to do, just make sure it's peaceful and all your distractions are away. So no phone, no laptop, no anything that's going to distract you. Just make sure this is a moment where you get to be in peace. Um, And then I want you to think about the defining moments of your year last year Um, or, you know, your month, last month, or um, just your your past season, anything that's like pre like four weeks ago. Um, And think about all the moments where you felt ashamed or the moments that you feel are kind of haunting you. Then I want you to ask yourself three questions. The first one is, did I try my best? Did I go into that situation giving it my all? If so, Then move on to the second question. If the answer is no, make sure when you're talking about your best, it's something that is actually physically actionable and that actually makes sense in the realm of your life. Um, A lot of times we feel like we could have done better um, in instances where really what we did was all we could, um, if that makes any sense. Uh, The second question is, can I go back and change it or fix it? For every single memory, this answer should be no, because it's in the past. You you can't go back and change it or fix it. And I know it seems kind of um, repetitive um, or like common sense, but <laughs> it's crazy. A lot of times it just helps to remind yourselves of that, because a lot of times when you're dwelling on things, it's really easy to forget that that day has gone and passed and there's nothing that you can do about it now. But the third question is, will there be another opportunity for me to do better next time? Nine times out of 10, this is going to be a yes. It may not be immediately, you know, um, it may not be for the next year, few years, whatever the case may be. Um, And it may not be in the exact same situation, but there will always be another opportunity for for you to do better the next time. And that's what you focus on. You focus on that, hey, I can do better. You know, I didn't handle that that great there. Or man, my expectations weren't met um, last month or, or last year the way I expected. But you know what? There is a new year ahead. And I have all these other chances and opportunities to make it what I expect, you know, to, to make the most out of it. And the last thing that comes in, to mind um, when being stuck or being haunted by uh, the things of last year and bringing them into the new year is whether or not you're placing your peace 
on your expectations of others, how you expect other people to act. Um, Stephen Furtick is by far one of my favorite preachers, and I listen to him all the time. And I just heard um, one of his sermons that were really recent, um, and he was talking about how our peace should not be in people or how we expect people to act. For instance, if some of the things you're thinking um, going into the new year is, uh, well, my year will be great and I'll be able to pursue my goals and dreams if this person uh, doesn't do this this year, <laughs> if my coworkers don't get on my nerves this year. Um, or maybe, you know, well, you know, I'll have a better year, you know, once my kid, you know, does this. Or once my parents do this, or once uh, my husband or wife does this. Um, the thing is, is that when you put your expectations in others or how you expect other people to act, you will always be disappointed. Instead, um, and Stephen Frederick said this, put your peace in Jesus. He does not disappoint. He is the same regardless, and he loves you. And anything and everything that he does is solely out of love. And matter of fact, he knows everything that's going to happen before it does. Um, he knows all of the routes you're going to take, that you're not going to take, the best way to get there. He knows all of these things. So the best way to just get your peace back in the first place, to become unstuck, is just to place your peace in Jesus and say, hey, God, you know, I feel really overwhelmed and stuck where I'm at right now. I feel like everything from last year, I feel like I'm going into the new year with the same problems. Take a moment to speak to God through prayer and and explain to him why you're feeling stuck, what problems you're facing right now, um, and just be sure to make sure that your expectations are aligned with him, that you're not dwelling on the past things that you can't change, you know, um, and just to make sure that you're not placing your peace in what you expect other people should do or how they should act because people are always going to disappoint, but God isn't. Um, and so that's the person you really should be speaking to this year as you go into the new year. He knows how you feel. He knows that you're stuck. And I think the best way to get out of this place of feeling haunted and condemned and stuck is just to go to him in prayer, repent, ask him for forgiveness, and just listen to what he has to say for your life. So I thank you so much for listening to this episode, the very first episode of Her Faith Inspired Podcast. Um, I hope that it encouraged you today and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That'll be in the description of this podcast. You just go on there, show us some love. If you really, really love this podcast, this episode, and it really encouraged you, be sure to share it with your friends so it can encourage someone else or reach out to me on social media and tell me. I would love to hear about it. Hearing from you guys is super, super encouraging and motivating, and it just keeps me wanting to create more content for you. And if you want, you can go ahead and head over to herfaithinspired.com. There are a bunch of blog posts on there to help you with Bible study techniques, uh, what to do with college, love and marriage, all these different things um, to help you in your daily walk with Christ. So again, I'm your host, Anastasia Franklin, and I can't wait to talk to you soon.